Hello and welcome back to the A3 Footy Podcast. My name is Alex Catalano and we are bringing you round four of the AFLW. Alex Miller joining me as always. What a round it was, Cat. It, it was a great round. Bit of a super Saturday here. Oh, the round that was that we're going to be talking we've about. We've got some good games to dissect here. Decent, pretty decent round of footy, hey? Oh, yes. he he's introduced himself. Alex Cat. Doherty, of course, <laughs> piping like up. I like to introduce myself now, gentlemen. I'm sure I'll have some some choice things to say about the dogs today, but we're not going to start with the dogs. Oh, those fools! Uh, it was, it was a pretty good, pretty good round all round. Honestly, very high quality of matches. Talk about North. This is the game that I went to on the Saturday Arvo, or Saturday evening, pretty yes. much. Game started at five ten, I believe. Uh, yes, according to. But numbers. I thought it started at five thirty and got there late, like a, <laughs> like a. Stupid. See, this comes back to my Idiot. point. Though. If there was a normal rounded off 5.30 game, Cat, you would have been there on time. So. Or if it was 5 o'clock, Cat would have actually made the effort to get there early. Yeah. Well, uh, anyway. 5.10. Five, five it's a stupid time. Not your fault. I don't North blame Melbourne you. And <laughs> I don't blame you. North Melbourne. North Melbourne and the Suns played down at Arden Street. Nice little oval down there. I've never been to Arden Street before, so it was good to experience. Good vibes. What was it? What was good vibes. Would, it, would have been the first game in Arden Street in God knows how long. Yeah, it, no. It'd be eons. It was, it was a nice place. Lots of, uh, not the biggest ground you've ever seen. Not many actual seats to sit on, but good uh, good location. Good, good, nice little venue. North played pretty well. They were 6-11-47, defeating the Suns by 13 points, 5-4-34. What do yes. we make of... We'll start with North, I guess. Yes. Well, the North look just—you <laughs> can't—you can't go past North and look. say that their their midfield is not absolutely dominant. And they they absolutely destroyed the Suns in the middle this game. The Suns put up a huge effort, but you just can't go past that centre bounce. You know, know, you 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 have to think. You know, they was it seventeen scoring shots to nine. They only won by about thirteen. You reckon? If they had a kick straighter, this game probably would have been over by about three. Or even points, half right? of those points here yeah, become goals. Yeah. yeah. It would have been over. I mean, but you've got to give credit to the Gold Coast Suns. They, I mean, they don't they don't stop. Very gutsy. All the way up till the last two minutes or so, the Suns were going and going, but they just couldn't cost themselves in the last quarter. But <coughs> but they were beaten by the better team. I thought they North were. They were. Outstanding. How good was Kate Gillespie Jones, boys? Yes. Oh, there, she, had a, she had a run down the wing in about the third quarter, and oh. I, didn't, I didn't realize she could move like that. <laughs> Talk about big units. Talk about Kate Gillespie Jones. It is the year of units, king, as we've the mentioned king of many units. times. The queen of units. Queen of units. The queen um, of units. And Doc, you've said this player is the player of the year. Yes, player of the competition. Before. Jasmine Garner. Jazzy Garner. How good has she 30, been this year? 30 touches to she's, her name. She's unbelievable. I mean, I mean, start of the year, was a little bit sceptical about her being thrown in the middle, but I think she has just proven mm. week after week that she is as good as anybody in the middle. Dare I say it? It's almost it's almost kind of Erin Phillips esque the way she can float up forward, have a, have a huge impact. It's a big comparison, and then come into the middle, and then just you know create havoc in the middle. What about Daisy Bateman? I don't know a whole lot about her, but she no, kicked... I don't either. Two snags, two snags. Yeah. Doc, do you know much about her? Highly rated as highly rated in under 18s, Daisy Bateman. Um, yep. very quick, very um, very skillful individual. Um, just trying to see. played played all seven games last year mm. for North in the in the AFLW. So North. she. She can play. She's she's a definite goer, and I love her as a forward. And maybe maybe there's scope to play her in the middle in the future. But oh, at, yeah. at the moment, I think why 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 fix something that isn't broke? I mean, you have a look at this forward line at the moment. You mean Abitangelo, You got Catelyn Ashmore, who's actually doing some really good things in there. Mm, yeah, Daisy Bateman's in there as well. Also, the Kings. The How good is it to see the three three Kings? Three kings. We three Kings. <laughs> the glory of Arden Street. <laughs> One more King, and it would have been a Kings Cup on a weekend, I think. <laughs> <laughs> so, somebody would have had that. poor unfortunate soul that 
the had coach. Had to deal with that. Coach would have had the uh, King's Cup. The Suns would have the King's Cup. <laughs> Kings would have had the looks of it. Poor Scotty Gowers would have had the King's Cup. It's just a great to see uh, Mia, Emma, and Alicia all together. How good was Mia King on debut, boys? Oh, I, I reckon she she just looked at home. I think she's going to improve game after game, Doc. I really Absolutely. think her upside is massive, and you can see why she was so highly rated. And overall, this North team, as you mentioned, really, really good, and um, they're going to be they're going to be dangerous the rest of the year now. Yeah, Absolutely. that midfield is going to take them through. Also, I want to say uh, Ellie Gavilas. Yeah, twenty-one touches, nine tackles. <laughs> she she's been playing well, pretty well, without being too outstanding all year. But this was probably her breakout game. For the, uh, for the Roos. Fantastic. I absolutely agree. I think the one thing I kind of picked up on Ellie Gavilas, though, is the last couple of weeks, you know, she, she, he has no problem finding the ball. Mm-hmm. Great, great, great finder of the, of the footy. I just feel like she kind of lets herself down with the, by foot yeah. at times. But I think, I don't, I don't think that's going to worry too much. I mean, they've got a plethora of good mids in that team anyway. So, you know, she brushes it up a little bit. She, she's going to be one of the finds of the year if she isn't already. What about the other side of the coin, boys? The Suns? Yes. Uh, obviously, as you mentioned, Kat, they put up a good effort. And they've been pretty impressive all year with the amount of resilience that they've shown through four quarters. Of yeah, lots, lots to like from this Suns team. Doc was, I believe Doc was talking about uh, Lauren Bella on Twitter. Yes. She uh, was very con- won the ruck battle very convincingly against Viv Saad. Had her work cut out for her. Poor Viv Saad, though. You've got to give her a little bit of leeway because she hasn't played a lot of footy. <laughs> I actually saw she had a bit of a fan club going up on uh, up on the hill on Arden Street. <laughs> Who, Viv? Yeah, she had, they had a big sign and everything. The whole family looked like they were there. Yeah, well, Fantastic well, to see. Well, all due respect to Viv, I think she's actually doing pretty well for mm. herself considering the fact that she hasn't played a lot of footy. But um, Lauren Bell have been very high on her since um, her under-18s days, and I think that game on Saturday just showed why. I mean, she just was very dominant in the ruck, gave first use to, to all her mids. Mm. And I think it's her second and third efforts as well that really impressed me because I, I honestly didn't think she had that. But she, she's she's going to be one of the best rucks in the competition in about five years. You Absolutely. Ju- you just watch. You know, ten, ten, ten disposals, eight kicks, three marks, one tackle. She just covers the ground really mm. well for mine. And... You just watch. She, she'll, 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 she'll take off in a couple of years. I thought some other players tried really hard. Uh, obviously, Britt Perry, she was really good, as she was last, as she was last week, along with Kate Sermon. They Clint, both had a crack. Clinda Houth as well. Another, yes. another couple mm, of snags. Up. Two goals, one. I, t- t- I tell you what, just watching those three down forward, it's almost like a joy to watch. Yeah, it's, uh, it's going to be potent once they sort of keep getting those entries because, as we mentioned, only nine scoring shots, but they, they kicked five of those. Lots, Which isn't too bad. Lots mm. of synergy between the trio. Absolutely. What about Jackie Austin, boys? Mm. Fifteen disposals, six tackles, five marks as well. I think Very she's getting better. She's getting better every game, and I don't know I keep talking about her every week, but she's um <laughs> trying to stop me. Yeah, trying to stop. <laughs> trying to stop me if, you, if you're putting up numbers like that. I think she's um one of the most underrated midfielders in the comp. Absolutely. Jade Progelli is another player who I think play playing in the back line. She's Done, does some good things here and there. Mm. She's getting better by the week, Jade yeah. Pagelli. Um, there was another player in the Suns' back line who I was a bit disappointed in. One what? of their big-name stars, Sam Virgo, I thought didn't <coughs> have a fantastic game. Only the nine touch, or the eight touches, eight. sorry. And it looked like she was a bit lost Jeez. with the ball sometimes. Kind of got lost in the pressure that the North forwards were putting on. Kind of didn't really know what to do with it. So she needs to maybe step up next week and lead from the front. Step up or else uh, Davey's giving you the flick, Sam. Step up. <laughs> Come on. I mean, Could have been the difference. Very, yeah, I, I agree. I mean, she she is such an experienced defender and she's come back. She had an ACL injury, I think, a couple of years ago now. So she should be getting back into the habit of things where she's, you know, kind of at home. But 
Maybe North. Maybe North ganged up on her a lot. Yeah, I mean, it's similar with Jordan Hickey. She she was awfully quiet. Only the five disposals. Yeah. And um, didn't have a whole lot of impact defensively on the game either. So I, th- I, th- I thought she saw a lot more than five touches. Yeah, I know. For, for, the, the, the way the um, the commentators were calling it, it's almost like every every thirty seconds it was Hickey with the ball, Hickey with the ball, Hickey hacks it out of fifty. <laughs> you Must sure? have all happened in Maybe the span of two minutes <laughs> or something. Maybe that's just me hallucinating on a Saturday. <laughs> Maybe the audio was on loop. <laughs> Hickey, 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 kick. Kick, kick, goal. <laughs> it was goal. good to see that the Suns can stand up against mm. the better teams, though. They've kind of come out of the gates early this year. We'll see how they go into the second half of the season. They, t- they take a lot from that game, though, I think. Oh, I'll absolutely. Th- I was going to say, another player that, that really took me by surprise was Lauren Arendt. Yeah, mm. kicked her first goal for the Suns, kick, I believe. Kicked her first goal, yeah. Good to see another VFLW bomber getting on board. <laughs> yes. You, lo- you love your VFLW bombers, don't you? Sure Can't do. Lie. Sure do. <laughs> Can't wait to see him back in the red and black come VFLW season. Yes, well... Come home. Come, come home, everyone. Lauren, you come home. Come Lauren. home, everyone. Everyone. <laughs> everyone who's gone into state, come home. Oh, Yeah, what, so well done to North. What do you reckon of the Suns? What, one, one win, two losses, one draw. I think they're mm. definitely a much better outfit than what that record suggests. I think they'd be happy with how the year's gone so far. Oh, yeah. they, sh- oh they, they should be, because, you know... I, I think, like you said, though, Kat, it's going to be interesting next... Back after the year, the next four mm. weeks, so they go and, you know, Have as we mentioned with the here. conference system, it's anyone can play finals at the moment except for the bottom teams in each. Yeah, they've bracket. got they've got uh, Geelong coming up this week, That'll which I think would test. be a winnable game for them. I think they'd be looking to win this. That, that, that's that's going to be one they're eyeing off because Geelong. Well, I guess that, that they, they they did what they needed to do against Richmond, but I think defensively, if you're letting a side like Richmond kick seven goals, yeah. then yeah, um, I would. Uh, a bit, I, I would be a bit concerned if I was Geelong. Followed up by the Eagles the week after, which also could be a winnable game. Mm. Yeah, in look, Perth, though, so you never know. Yeah, look, I said that last week, but um, after this weekend, I don't know what to expect. Speaking of concerned... They've got the Crows and the Ds on the run home. But we'll move on to the next game. Something that concerns Alex Doherty was this scoreline on the weekend. <laughs> West Coast defeating Bulldogs. West Coast were 4-6-30, beating the Bulldogs by four points, 3-8-26. I guarantee you this, gentlemen, we are not playing finals anymore. <laughs> <laughs> We're, I'm writing this off right now, halfway yeah. halfway through the season. Now, I've, I've heard Alex Doherty call for Luke Beveridge's head before, but Berkey needs to watch out now because his head is on the chopping block. Uh, okay. No, no, no. I'm not, 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 <laughs> not, not, not ready. Not ready. <laughs> not ready yet. Not He's ready not for firing that. yet. But Berkey... He's just sharpening the knife, Kat. <laughs> Berkey is... Oh, yeah. Three, 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 300 games of experience at St Kilda, and you know, he seems to know what he's doing as a coach at, in for Vic Metro last year. Although, you know, with the players he had at his disposal, you know, maybe I could have coached them to an unbeaten <laughs> record. But, look, I will say this. Saturday night, I was very, very angry to the point where I was starting to demand heads from several players. <laughs> from the streets. From the streets. Just random heads. S- city, but uh, I, took, I took some time to sit back, think about it. This is a team that's kind of had their own fair, own fair share of injury struggles at the moment because they, they, mm. they missed three players in the lead-up to the game. Brooke Lachlan was out. Dee mm. Berry was out, even though she hasn't really done much. And there was somebody else. Ange Gogos as well. Yeah. But those three are really mm. important players in the, in this 21. And then on top of that, you take out, I don't know, Celine Moody. There was another one as well who was injured the week the week after as well. I can't think of the name at the moment. Um, Izzy Huntington missed a, missed, missed a game as well. So I think mm. this is... this. They're a team that's kind of struggling at the moment, but... Mm. I think they have no choice now but to play kids. I think concerning for the Bulldogs AKA is... play Nell. Play Nell. Oh. <laughs> I'm, I'm dead set serious here. 
I, we have gone four games and there has been no sign of Nell Morris Dalton. There, there, there is no injury. I just want to talk about this team stats. <laughs> there, there, there's, no, there's no injury that I've heard of. What, what is the point of picking her with one of your top ten, one of your four top ten picks if we you're not know. even going to bother to play her? I don't know. We don't know. Got to ask Berkey. Berkey, if you're listening to this. <laughs> Fax me your, through your email address. <laughs> pull, pull your head in and I want to see Nell play this week. There is no excuse. Alex Miller wants to run through the Lying back here. and looking at the numbers, Kat. Uh, all the key statisticals are in the dog's favour. Um, the Interesting, only, that. only real thing is the contest possessions. West Coast had a plus four advantage. Mm. And the tackles again. Mm. Maybe these Perth teams have been drilled to absolutely hammer everyone you 20 see. 20 more tackles, yeah. 20 I, more ha- tackles. So they brought the heat and they were good in the ruck. But overall, I think that would be the concerning thing for the dogs. Obviously, the 3-8 is as well. But the fact they led a lot of key statistical areas would hurt. I think... The one thing that I took notice of from West Coast on Saturday is their pressure. Mm. They from the first bounce they were, they looked switched on, and I think it was going to that they were going to turn the corner eventually. Like two two weeks they've been belted from pillar to post by a Fremantle side that will be up there and GWS who are you know, middle middle of the rung for mine. Yeah. <laughs> but they, they were going to turn the corner eventually, and it kind of sucks. It has to be at our expense, but. But they deserved it. Emma Swanson was outstanding, as we mentioned, just before we yes. went to wear it. 22 Absol- touches, Cap, but 20 of those were kicks. Absolutely. I know. How's that? Absolutely. Moving the ball forward as much as possible. And she also kicked the snag as well. Ashley Atkins I was really impressed with. She, she was good. She really, was re- really impressed with. As you mentioned, Doc, they've been pommeled, but she stepped up this week. She needed to. Yeah, quite a few of them actually stood up where, where they needed to. I think Emma Swanson was one that I've kind of been on about maybe not being that A-grade midfielder the likes of Dana Hooker yes. is, but I think... On, on Saturday, she actually showed me a good reason she to convince me otherwise. Yeah. And what about the Kellys, boys? You wanted to talk yes, about them. Yes, Grace Kelly especially uh, did really well in the forward line. Kicked a handy goal, 14 touches, a few marks to her name as well. Great game from her. I, t- I tell you what, if you're Elise Gamble, Elise Gamble matched up on her all night. all night, And Elise Gamble's been in the system now since day one. Mm-hmm. If you allow somebody like Grace Kelly, who's only been, this, who's only been in the league for four games, to do, what, to do that... Yeah, I'd be sweating. <laughs> well, we've seen the Irish girls do get to the game, adapt to the game pretty quick. So I, like, I like Elise. Sweating, eh? <laughs> I like Elise, but come on, you've got to be better than Apparently that. Apparently the whole team's on the chopping block. <laughs> All right, well, tell me what you liked about the Dogs, yes, what, Doc. What did you like about Gabby, the Gabby Newton, boys. Yes. Number one pick for a reason. 16 disposals, 10 tackles. I thought far and wide she was their, she was their best player. Uh, you know, I think, there's, I think a lot of their younger players really showed out and... And I guess it kind of sends a little bit of a message to the old to the older heads in, in that club that you know, I, I guess Ellie Blackburn was alright. She she worked hard for her footy, but I think the fact that you only got one tackle out of out of mm. that out of the whole game is just not good enough defensively. Not pretty pleasing to see that stat. Um, mm. Kirsty Lamb was, I thought. Yeah, Kirsty Lamb did some pretty good things, but I think again, I didn't think she re- I don't think she stood out. Like she, she in a game where she really needed to. Yeah, they didn't change the game. Those players, they were okay, but you know, in a tight contest like it is, you need them to. I, I liked Eleanor Brown's game. Mm. She she did some really good things across half back. And look, I'll be honest, I haven't been her biggest fan, but or a smallest I, fan, as we mentioned last week with the Heath Shorens. Then a couple of weeks. No, no, look, if you're done the red, white, and blue, you know, I've got no choice but to be a fan. But uh, <laughs> well, I can think of a few players that that might not apply. Uh, Christian too, Howard, Lin Jong. <laughs> They're not playing anymore, so... <laughs> no, I like Ling Jong. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> um, no, but I thought her, her work across half-back was mm. absolutely outstanding. Took a lot of nice intercept marks. Created a lot of run and drive off half-back, and I think that's what they kind of need at, at the moment. Um, Kirsten McLeod, 
I swear to God, is the AFLW's greatest tease. <laughs> Three behinds. She does. She. This. This has been. How do you do it. <laughs> this has been her ethos since since she came to the league. She does everything. She's a live wire. She's she she runs. She's quick. She can take a good grab. But she that just, everything includes missing the goal. She, 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 in the only thing she can't do is hit hit the sticks consistently. <laughs> and well, yeah. I, I really liked her, and she should have, and she should have at least hit that last <laughs> one to to put us in front. But um, I guess that kind of sums up how how bad we were going on Saturday. Sums up the whole game, hey. Um, I liked Gemma Lagoya's game as well. Thought she did some really nice things along the wing. Waiting for her to have a real breakout game. I know, I know, she can do it. I, mm. I, I know she can too, and I think. I think her and Lizzie, Lizzie George Stathis are close. They're close to they're close to breakouts. And I thought, well, so, thought the debutantes were pretty good. Hannah Munyard did some nice things, mm. and I liked uh, Brittany Goodnecht as well. Got to be optimistic about the kids, at least. Yeah, I am optimistic about the kids. And there uh, is positives, I suppose, out of this game. Yeah, but again, but some, that's a massive game they need to win. The dogs. Some yeah. some of the, some of the uh, veteran heads need to need to stand up. Yeah, need to get especially there. with so much senior experience missing. Hannah Scott had the fifteen touches, but you know, a bit like Hersey Lamb and Ellie Blackburn, I don't think they, I don't think she made much of an impact with them. Mm. Yep. So it's gonna, it's probably gonna be hard for the rest of the year for the Dogs, like you said, Doc. Can't see you making finals now. Get a load of the next three weeks. We've got, <laughs> co- got Collingwood next week. Oh jeez. We've got <laughs> who is it? We've got three of the week after. Oh, dear. In and Perth or here? Not here. Okay. So that 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 is probably a sixty forty game. I wouldn't say fifty fifty. And Please. then. <laughs> And then it's uh, North Melbourne at Arden Street. Those are no easy games there. Mark down for real. (laughs) (laughs) If the dogs make their way to the finals, it's going to be off the back of some bloody hard work. But here's two teams that... Oh, sorry, just before we go on. Yes. How the hell did Hallie Bulls kick that goal on Saturday night? <laughs> Off uh, sitting on it, apparently. She, she, she <laughs> sitting on the footy. She literally sat. She literally got sat on her ass, <laughs> and the ball and the ball hit her heel. And it went through, the, <laughs> it went through for a I don't goal. know how that happened. Yeah. It doesn't make sense. <laughs> I, that just sums up our game. That seriously sums up our game. Is it gravity possible to do that? <laughs> I, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Oh. With the law of physics allowed. <sighs> we move on. I don't know. We move on. I don't know. <laughs> Adelaide and Carlton had a tight contest in Adelaide. Yes. Much, the, better, much better than the, ra- than, than the grand, than grand final, final itself. Yes. Like. Unlike the grand final, the Blues came away with the goods. 5-6-36 to 4-4-28. Both sides looked good. Obviously, the return of Aaron Phillips Aaron's was very back. exciting. Yes, uh, it was very good to say. But couldn't get them over the line. She looked good, Aaron Phillips, I will say that. Pretty hard for her to not look good out in the footy field. <laughs> Hatchard was outstanding again, boys. 27 uh, disposals. She is the, she's quickly becoming the ball magnet of the AFLW. You, re- you reckon she's the uh, best player of the competition, Alex Miller? I think she's been a big reason why Adelaide have been as good as they have been without all their with a lot of injuries that they've had. I, I, I don't dispute that. I mean, she's been Adelaide's best player, there's no doubt. Mm. I don't know about best player in the competition. She'd probably be in the best three or four. Well, just she's definitely on track for all Australian. <laughs> that's for sure. There's no way you can say that she isn't. But definitely at least top ten, mm. maybe top five, like Doc said. I definitely think top five at the moment. But uh, tell you what, there'll be uh, quite a few players jo- jockeying for that top five spot in the top fifty. Also, just a reminder that we are doing our woman of the week. So while you're while you're going through the <laughs> just numbers, keep thinking about it. Try and think about our numbers. Yeah, yes. um, I don't <laughs> really know. Thinking. I'm not sure where it went wrong for the Crows. I didn't manage to catch too much of this game. Uh, were the Blues just better? Um, I watched the game. I think I think the Blues were better for longer. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think as as far as I know, as far as I can tell. Adelaide, I think they're just starting to like they're 
they're still trying to get everyone mm. to gel as a team. I think bits and pieces on on Sunday it showed that you know maybe they're not there yet. I, I think they'll, they'll they'll still play finals. There's no doubt. And by the time finals comes around, they're going to be a much better outfit for it. Yeah, and they're going to be they're still going to be a team to watch. This Carlton team was very good though. I thought um, Sarah and Jess Hosking were both really good, as long with Taylor Harris. So I thought they were, all had a great impact on the game. And I tell you what. Since uh, Stacey Livingston called out Taylor Harris, hasn't she been on there? <laughs> Two goals, three, but she took seven run. marks and had twelve yeah. disposals. Such a such a threat in the air. No doubt, easily one of the, easily the best contested mark in the competition. And our favourite, Karen. Karen Harrington, Karen. seventeen disposals, thirteen marks across half back. I reckon a lot of those a lot of those were um, switch kick marks. She was mind. just really, really good. She set up a lot of the play at the back half. I thought. Yeah, she was a bit, bit of, the, bit of a general down back, Karen Harrington, and that, and that's what you've come. That's what we've come to expect from mm. um, Kez. Just a real general down back, and I think thirteen marks. You'd think a lot of those would come from switching the play from from the back six, but you know, whichever way you look at it, it's still pretty impressive numbers from from someone like her. Yeah, she was good. I thought, I thought the whole cut list was really good though overall. There's a good team win. Mm. Probably. Yeah, especially um, special mention Darcy Vecchio. I thought yes. she hasn't had too many super hot games this year, but seventeen touches and a goal. I really rate her. Probably the best she's looked. Yeah, all year. I think she's going to be just improved. She's still so young. T- tell you what, the thing. I'll tell you this, gentlemen. Like, you know, privately, I, I, I gave her a bit of a grilling on the group <laughs> chat for being a being a lazy cheap out <laughs> cheap out the back operator. But I thought this game kind of proved me otherwise. So I'm sorry, Darcy. Um, <laughs> also, Grace Egan, I really like. Mm. She's a uh, Keeping on doing her thing. 18 more touches how, to her name. How the hell did Richmond let her go? I don't know. I can tell you. We are stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Look, obviously the Tigers I thought Richmond, I thought Richmond was well, supposed to be an intelligent yeah. club here. They're, 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 they're <laughs> not, not the kind of club that lets a good talent like Grace Egan walk for literally nothing. Mm. Also, I thought uh, Charlotte Wilson. I haven't seen much of her, but she was really good. That was that was far and wide her best game, Charlotte Wilson. Mm. I mean, hasn't been hasn't been in the system long, but gee, she, she was impressive. Yeah, but again, I think obviously um, Lucy McAvoy was obviously really, really good as well. Seven tackles to go along with their fourteen touches. But again, I think the Carlton unit is quite well oiled, and it's oh, just ready sure. to. I think it's ready to have a big finals campaign. Yeah, I yeah. think at this point they'd be looking at their looking at the rest of the year and going win a couple more games. We're pretty much locked in mm. for finals. Well. They've got Frio and Melbourne coming up, and that, they're, they're going to be two big games. That's huge clashes. <laughs> they they win at least one of them. They, they're in. They're, they're, they're a huge chance. Yeah. I also thought, just quickly, that um, yes. Mua Lalawifi was, was very impressive on, on, on a halfback. That's a good name. It's a great name. I think you've done all right on the pronunciation there as well, Doc. Lalawifi. Imagine me trying to get that. Um, and it also, wouldn't sound like the English language. <laughs> also, I thought I thought Nat Plain was really was really nice. Did some did some really good things across half back in the wing. Yep. And um, Gabby Pound, I saw a match up on Erin Phillips down forward at various stages, and I thought more than held her own. Yep. To be quite honest, lots of like for the Blues. Crows, I think just you need to see these players that, especially last week, we were high on a few players. Danny Ponta and uh, and your favourite Doc uh, Bedell. Oh yes, didn't really do all too much this did, game. Did nothing. Very disappointing with uh, Chelsea Bedell. Yeah. Didn't do much. So <laughs> maybe just a few more players need to lift in the coming weeks as the Crows want to keep winning games. Well, I listened back to our last episode, and um, I remember Alex Miller saying that she was uh, he was really disappointed with Maddie Newman's game, and mm. then then the, the next day she got dropped. 
Oh, <laughs> the show. Bang, bang. Sorry, so, Maddie. So clearly, Matthew Clark heard the podcast, and <laughs> and if <laughs> and if last week's any indication, then Bedell will get the axe this week. And <laughs> if coaches, if any coaches are taking team selection tips from us, God help them. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we've we are, got we've got the conferences here. Yes, we are not qualified coaches. <laughs> uh, I don't know if you guys got your women's of the week yet. We'll go through the conferences. I'll, I can go through the conferences. Look at this. Conference A, oh. the Lions are sitting on top. Tell you what, I didn't watch much of their game against GWS last week, but I've been keeping tabs with them uh, all throughout the year. They've just been super impressive. They've been very good. Uh, three wins, one loss, but the percentage, 165.2, is really, really good. They mm. destroyed GWS yesterday. They were very good. North Melbourne as well, they're uh, three wins, one loss, but they've got 189%. So if they can even out the win column... Um, then they'll shoot to the top. Adelaide, again, as we mentioned, they're 2-2. Two and two. Uh, They're travelling quite average, but they're in a good position considering the standard list at the moment. Yep. The Giants are 2-2. Two and two. The Suns are 1-2. and two. Same with uh, Geelong are 1-3, and three, finally getting a win on the weekend. And Richmond, as usual, sitting bottom, 45%, 0-4. Moving on to Conference B. Struggling. This Absolute beautiful struggling. Fremantle team looking really good. The team to beat 4-0, and oh, obviously. Uh, 167 Percent. I want to know if Freo play Brisbane this this year. They play them this week. Do they? <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, no. Nah, come on, be serious. Be serious. They are. Holy cow! <laughs> <laughs> Boy, we're in for a spectacle. There will be no here. cows at the game. It is a uh, Brisbane Lion and a Fremantle dog. <laughs> um, Melbourne. Is, what is a Fremantle dog? <laughs> it is a man who owns a boat. Um, <laughs> Melbourne are uh, uh, three wins and one loss. They're 148%. And Carlton trailing just 143%. Also three wins, one loss. Mm. Collingwood are outside the finals bracket. They're uh, two and two. The Dogs are one and three, similarly with St Kilda and West Coast. But percentage separates those three teams. I, I, hope, I, I hope St Kilda and West Coast find a way to jump us. On conference, so, so we can get best chance <laughs> to get Georgie Prisparkers come the 2020 draft. It's an inference that Doc was telling the team to tank already. <laughs> yes. Five Boys, four. Berkey, you know what I want. I want the girls to tank. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Have we got... I've got a woman of the week each. One. Uh, I'm actually finding it quite hard to choose this week. Come to me last. Okay. I've got mine first. I'll start. I thought uh, Megan McDonald... From uh, Geelong, she was really, really good. A massive mm. reason why uh, Richmond got beaten by a good Geelong outfit. That, as we mentioned last week, they really shouldn't have been where they were as an zero and three in record. She had um, sixteen touches, uh, five marks. Uh, sorry, six marks. Pardon me. Um, and she was just a big reason down back why, even though we kicked a decent score, we weren't really going to ever win that game. Yep. Um, and also a quick little shout out to Olivia Purcell. She had a great game as well, twenty touches and a goal. Just I, keeps doing it. I, I tell Liv. you what, Liv Purcell would be first picked in my all Australian team. That, that's there you go. I'll, I'll, I'll stick with that game because I'm also finding it hard to pick a woman. Who, What's a good performance this week? Who yes, we, who we haven't who we haven't already mentioned. Mm-hmm. Mon Conti from Richmond. Yes, twenty eight disposals in a team that's. You know, we 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 already know that they're severely underperforming, getting smacked. But I think that she's been far and wide their best player this year. Oh yeah, she's trying to gut that every week, and I think that's the biggest thing to be really pleased about from the Richmond outfit. Also, Courtney Wakefield, I thought she was she she was really good, I really she, really good. She's getting better. She's getting better by the game, Courtney Wakefield. Yeah, so some, I think they need Cleo in. Hey, 
Get Cleo in. She hasn't played yet. Get her in. She hasn't played yet. Get think, her in. I think I got a message from her the other the other week saying that she had a foot injury or something. Oh, so she she can play with a foot injury. She's an absolute star. She <laughs> would overcome that. Yeah, look, we're not gonna not gonna try and get her to injure herself when she hasn't even played a game yet. She's not. I, she I, can't I, injure herself. She's already injured. I, I, I don't want That's her to true. hurt herself anymore. So you you rest up, Cleo. You when you get to hundred percent. Then we'll see you out there dominating. I could see her with a moon boot dominating. She's that bloody good and the star <laughs> of the comp, hopefully, to come. Can't wait. Cat, lucky I last. Do, I do have my woman of the week. I've gone to the, the Lions and the Giants game. There's quite a few names to choose from here, honestly. Ellie Anderson, you could choose. Uh, Kathy Svark, 23 two goals and 11 tackles, which is massive. Yeah, but... Kathy Svark. But the woman I'm going to go with is Emily Bates. Yes! One of our favourites here. Oh. 24 touches and a snag. Absolutely, part of the reason why this team is doing so well. She's week in, my week favorite out. player outside of Richmond. I just love the way she goes about her footy, and she she just she's got such I think um, respect for her own opponents, and she just goes about it the right way, and that's why she's going to be it, the face of the competition. Hopefully, one day, I love her. She's yeah, great, definitely. I think she's oh, she's having such a great year. Mm. Big reason why that Brisbane team has been so good. Absolutely, as you mentioned, Kent. Plenty to choose from this week. Lots of honourable mentions, but it's Woman of the Week, not Women of the Week. Yes. We only choose one each. And we got tips of last week, actually, we can go through. Yes. Now yeah. the totals. I Cat- finally finally managed to bounce back and actually beat Alex Miller in tips this week. Ah. I think that means we're even. Yes, now, it does. I was two behind you. Yes, I, you, got, I got three. Yes, you're on. Yes, Myself you, and Alex Doherty got five. Alex Miller with three. That was shocking. You, you, you both have 16. I have 20, so I'm... Oh, we got to catch up, Cap. Running away with it here. It's the okay. difference that we should collab to... <laughs> to take down <laughs> Alex Doherty. <laughs> <laughs> take me down. He basically, he basically needs to get zero or one tip one week and us to get six he or seven. It. He knows he can do it. <laughs> oh, look, oh, look, oh, look, it's not hard. Alex Doherty does not tip that outrageously. Speaking of tips, boys, there's some tough ones to tip this week indeed. Yes. Oh, well, we'll start we've with already our, talked about some big games. Friday night, uh, Gold Coast playing Geelong. As mentioned, Cat, this is going to be a massive game. 7-10 mm. because we can't do 7 o'clock. Uh, it's played at the Great Barrier Reef Arena, so hopefully not in the water itself. <laughs> How good would that be if it was in the water, actually? <laughs> I would like a bit, a bit of waterlogged footy, hey? <laughs> The, so the Suns men's team have played a bit of waterlogged footy before. That game against North Melbourne in hurricane weather <laughs> round one a couple of years ago. I think uh, there'd be an inference that the coral would attack your feet and slice it open. This is going to be a really massive game. Have some of the uh, the uh, the sea creatures apply the game. Get the scuba gear on. Geelong there to win this game to sort of push for that uh, finals bracket, while Gold Coast mm. have been obviously one of the stories of the season as well. I honestly think Gold Coast need this win. They They... They should. They should be. They should have at least two wins. They need name. it, but can they win it, Doc? Who yes. are you going to tip? I'm picking them. <laughs> oh, I'm going to tip the Suns as well. I am as well. <laughs> Beautiful. Right. I'm, I'm. I'm writing it down so I don't have to lis- listen back to this episode. Yes, I will uh, write it down. <laughs> wow. Thanks. Right. <laughs> Next game, uh, Saturday. Saturday, Alvo, three ten. What a great time oh. for a footy game to start. Nice. North Melbourne and Adelaide in Tassie. North Melbourne, North, Adelaide. North Hobart Oval. I think I, North. North. Yeah, also going to go with North. Wow, that was quick. So we're all going Clean, North. Clean sweep here. Uh, look, North times three. North, north times three. <laughs> Adelaide, oh, no, you look at what North are doing at the moment. They're playing the, good footy. There's not many teams that could actually stop them. They're playing some nice fo- footy. Nice footy. Yeah. GWS and Richmond at mm. uh, Robertson Oval. This is interesting. Where is, it, where is this? Where is this, Alex Miller? Somewhere uh, in Sydney. Where is Robertson Oval? <laughs> Near Robbo's house, I think. <laughs> Russell Robinson's house? On the outskirts of <laughs> New South Wales. Nick Robinson's house? Oh, I wish. <laughs> the Giants have been struggling recent weeks. I 
can honestly don't see the Tigers oh, winning dare. their first game here. I'm not that stupid. You're going to go for them? I'm doing the Giants. I'm going to do it. GWS. I'm not a fool. Um, yeah, look, I think I'll go. Whose computer is that? That's my computer. Uh, <laughs> Alex Doggerty. Gee whiz. Sorry, I'm typing. I'm typing our teams in. <laughs> Don't you have your computer muted? I have it now. <laughs> <laughs> I do now. So yes, the Tigers. I think. Who are you tipping, Doc? I'm tipping the Giants. Yeah, I th- right. I th- they're not. They're not that bad. I mean, against <laughs> against. <laughs> Thanks. Against. <laughs> they're not as bad as Richmond. They're not as bad as Richmond, yeah, but I think they I mean, they're, they're pretty bad against Brisbane, but they're not as bad as that. As that, that abomination. This will, be, this will be an interesting game. Carlton's taking on St. Kilda at Ockham mm. Seventh. The Saints tenth. will be, I think they'll be hungry now. They ran Freo right to the end of the game. They're going to want to try their hardest here, but... I'll tell you what, how, 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 how stiff were the Saints on Sunday? Very. Literally Very right down to the wire. That, that poster was in the last 30 seconds or something, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, but I think yeah. what, what was it? It was uh, Molly Mac- Molly McDonald that gave away a fifty meter penalty just for drop- just for putting the ball on the ground and not and not giving the ball back to the free player. Right in front of me. Right in front of me. That is stiff. That is very stiff. So you've tipped the Blues. I've tipped the Blues. Yeah. Doc, who have you tipped? I think this will be a very close game again. He's tipping St Kilda. If the Saints can do He's it, two weeks in a row. He's tipping us. I'm actually half tempted to tip the Saints. No, you wouldn't. Oh. The old you would. <laughs> <laughs> nah, no, nah, I think no. Nah, I'll go the Blues at home. They're, 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 they're going with <laughs> the Blues at home. All right. We're all going, Carlton? Yep. Yes, yeah. Moving on to Sunday. Right Super again. Sunday. Collingwood. Super Sunday. <laughs> There's a few good games here. Collingwood and the Dogs. This won't be one of them. <laughs> He's lost complete faith in his side. <laughs> nah, one week. Him. Nah, piss him off. <laughs> <laughs> one ten. One, one ten, Cat. I'm not sure about that. Nah, Should it be one o'clock? Uh, nah, yes. Nah, piss <laughs> what if I'm eating a business lunch at 12.30? <laughs> and I expect it to go for half an hour. And then I can eat... And watch the the it, it's one. It's one thing to have to watch the Bulldogs play good teams. It's another thing to have the game played at in Morwell. Played in <laughs> cesspools like Morwell. <laughs> okay. Apologies to anyone sure. who Actually, lives in Morwell. Wait, is, is there housing out there? <laughs> just or is it just little cardboard boxes? Desert. You'd be lucky if there's commission flats in Morwell, <laughs> let alone cardboard boxes. Enough, All right, who are we from the locals? Who are we, we going to tip? I'm going to tip uh, Collingwood. The pies. The, pies. The dogs are terrible. Pies by ten goals. Oh my goodness! No, nah, that no, nah, not, not. Oh, I haven't done my Nina prediction, prediction for this week. Oh yes, we'll come back to that. We'll, yeah. go, we'll go back to it. All no right. one in West Coast. Is, is this going to be the new segment, the almost profit? Yep. The almost profit. <laughs> the prophecy. Melbourne and West Coast at Casey Fields. Yuck. Speaking of cesspools, <laughs> uh, I'm gonna, possibly the windiest ground I'm, in Australia. I'm going to tip Melbourne. Yeah, I'm going to go to the D's as well. Possibly the windiest ground. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, <laughs> so we're all going the D's. Have you ever been to Casey Fields, mate? Uh, no, it's don't. not. It's not yeah, a pleasant no, experience. There's not, there's not enough hours. You got to basically bolt yourself down to the ground. <laughs> You're going to get blown away. Yeah, no, don't 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 go there. Speaking of blown away, this is going to be a contest that might keep you out of your seat. Match of the round. What is it doing at five ten p.m. on a Sunday? Frio and the Lions, <sighs> I don't the know. two leaders of Conference B and Conference A. I'm going to go with this that. This could honestly go with the Lions. The Lions. I'm taking a risk. Doc? Welcome to 2020. <laughs> where, where, where is it? Plays it? The Fremantle. Is it, is it, is it no, free, I'm going Fremantle? No, I'm going, I'm going Freo. Sorry. I'm going to tip Brisbane as well. Yeah. yeah. What are you, huh? And this is why we fall behind Alex. <laughs> <laughs> so, Nina is playing so, oh, the so, almost profit. So, so, Geelong play Gold Coast. Yes. Friday night. Last week, you said Nina Morrison was getting at 20 disposals, no more, no less. She ended up with 12. She ended up with 12, which this is, is eight further, less. Furthest off the mark you've been so far. So what, what happened, Alex Miller? Were you just off the mark? I could not see clearly to the future. 
Okay. Um, Prophet okay. Well, if it's any consolation, I said Nina would have 25, so... <laughs> Further off than me. And I abstained from... Uh, I'm going to say 12, 20, 14 this week. 14. She, right. kick, she might kick a goal as well. She'll kick some Ooh. sort of score. Ooh, and 14 and a score. Yes. Have courage to your conviction. Say she'll kick a goal. No. <laughs> she'll 14 kick, and a She'll score. kick a score. Whether I haven't seen Nina take many shots on goals. So I don't know no. how good a goal kicker she is. Well, that's why I'm not convinced. <laughs> All right. She started well last week. She had five disposals. I know. I thought, time. I thought I was on here. Five and, the, and, the, and then she didn't touch it in the second quarter. Five yeah. a quarter. I could have been on. But I wasn't. I was off. Well off. I don't think you were on. I don't think you were off. It was Nina. No, it's not Nina. I was fine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a bit <laughs> stiff. She did well. I nah. still did well. My, nah, predi- we, my nah, prediction we, was shit. We, we absolutely loved it. <laughs> she still had a good game. Um, Anything else to say? What have I got to say? Uh, what have what, I got to say? What have I got to say? <laughs> Almost profit. Uh, well, Doc's going to do one as well, are you? I thought it was... Okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh, look. Right. I, I reckon it's I reckon The it's boys good. are getting on board. Almost profit. Um, oh, might, as well, might as well stick to... Okay, I've got two. I'll have two. Um, you can't have two. There's only one bet. <laughs> I want to do two. Well, that's not the segment. What, what, one, one, one on my own team. All right. And one and one on one of our favourites. Okay. I'll allow it. So I'll say <laughs> Karen Harrington will back up her game this week mm-hmm. with another 10-mark performance. Ooh. 12 disposals. Oh, okay. Ooh. For the dogs, they lose by about four goals, five goals. <laughs> I think that's a nice positive view. <laughs> Gab, New- Gab Newton will have eighteen touches. Can right. anything from you for the profit segment? Um, I like this segment actually. Yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go to the Blues and the Saints game. I'm gonna go. Grace Egan has twenty-one touches. Wow, that's a lovely number as well. That's huge. Twenty-one. Well, there you go. That's our. That's, our that's almost profit. So <laughs> stay stay, tu- stay tuned next week to the find out profits. who was close. So who's who off was the, the mark. closest? Who was off the mark and who just made the most ridiculous prediction ever? If any of us get them five right, five bucks says it's me. <laughs> what do we? What do we get if we get it right? Pat on the back. Hug, Pat on the back. Hug, <laughs> hug from a coworker. Cold beverage. What? What? Hot beverage. A hot beverage. Do you hot, guys want to take a hot chocolate, please? <laughs> <laughs> One of each. Do you boys want to talk mid-season all Australians? Mid-season All-Australians. Oh, yes. Well, and, we've, we've mentioned a few in this episode, and Hatchard's one of them. And Hatchard's most likely going to get in there. We mm. know, I know Liv Purcell should be there. Yes. Jamie Lambert, for sure. Jamie Lambert's probably the best player in the comp. Or no, best five players in the comp. I said Jasmine. Emily Bates. Emily Bates. Emily Bates. She's not in there. No, no, okay, no, no. Hey, hold, hold. Doc's got to write these I'm down. I'm going to write these down. I do not, as I've said many times... I do not like the mid-year All Australian teams <laughs> because uh, the competition goes yeah, for a whole, whole, yeah, whole season. It's, it's still, um, we don't give you don't get anything for a mid-season. <laughs> no, but we, 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 the men and women they should not get. I I, 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 want, I wanted to, I wanted to do this just to see that we go back. Well, we should go back and do it properly. I need to sit down and look at the numbers, crunch the numbers every day. <laughs> oh well, just, just go. Just go from what we've been talking oh, about gosh. F- first month. And I could see Phoebe Monaghan in the back line. Oh, Phoebe Monaghan in the bo- in the back line. I could see it. Yeah, I like that. She's been she's been pretty good. Yeah. Don't think she had her best game on Saturday though. Uh, she was alright. She had about twenty touches or so. Yeah, she was very good. Okay, was okay good. then I'll just shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I'll shut up then. Um, oh, I can't see anybody from the dogs getting picked. Um, <laughs> Jeez. That's 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 stiff. No, no, that's that, uh, that's not um, okay. I've been pretty critical about the Bulldogs, but I just think I just don't think there's been anybody who's actually really stood out. Maddie Prasparkas will be an All Australian. Maddie sure. Prasparkas. 
Um, do we think, can we see any, uh, I want to pose a, a quickie. <laughs> oh, okay. Hello. Will any first year players, any draftees, mm. be all Australians? Don't think so. Oh, it'd be hard. It'd be very hard. If there was one, you'd probably think George Patricios at the moment. Ooh. But yep. I don't know. It, 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 there's quite a few players already that are having pretty good years. Alex Miller. Yeah, I can't say any. Um, it is a very good draft class, but I can't say it's just such a even playing field now. There are so many good players from so many different teams. It's going to be very, very difficult to yeah. get a young player in there. But I wouldn't completely rule anyone out. You never know. Yeah, you never know. That's right. Especially you- because so many of the talented young stars are in the midfield, and yeah, that's right. That's probably the hardest place to break into at the moment. Yeah. What, what do you think about Sophie Conway, boys? She, she, she. she okay, I, I think. She didn't have her best game on Sunday against the Giants, but I think overall... Probably a shot. She's had, she's had a pretty good year. Yeah. Yeah. For mine. <laughs> yeah. No, you'd, I'd agree. You'd think Kiara Bowers would definitely be up there again. Yes. Um, what about... I can definitely see Sabrina Duffy or Gemma Houghton getting a gig this year. I, I, I think Duffy. Yeah, Duffy in the forward line. Sabrina Duffy in the forward line. Emma Carney will be absolutely in the midfield again. Mm. No doubt. <laughs> She's not, they'll be right. I could see almost the whole North midfield getting in there. <laughs> Ash Riddell. Carney, Riddell, Garner. Stick Ash Riddell on a wing. Yeah, they could all, honestly. I think North will probably, at the moment, I think North would be the team. Either North or Freo. North. North. Or maybe even the Lions. Ellie Anderson could make her case for getting in there again. Yeah, Ellie Anderson could Absolutely. De- would definitely have a case. Um, who's up forward? Jesse Wardlaw would be would be a shot. Mm. She, who's, she, who's leading the goal kicking at the moment? I think it might be her. She kicked another couple. There you go. That's my phone buzzing off. Uh, um, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I don't like. I don't, <laughs> I don't like. Alex Miller's not a fan. I just don't like the mid-year teams. It just hurts my heart. Well, this isn't necessarily mid-year team. This is just te- just players that we think are a, ch- a huge chance of making the. Mm. It could team. be a whole league at this stage, though. It's been such a oh, great competition. Oh, so many good players played every day. Time will tell. Time We've will still tell. Got four rounds left to go. I'm excited to do an All Australian team at the end of the year. Yes, absolutely. When I've seen every player play every week, <laughs> eight games, eight yep. games. Yeah. Right. Okay. Should be playing more, but anyway. Yeah. Well, it should be fifty. Fifty. <laughs> no. Should be probably fifteen. We'd like to say fifteen. Any season, fifty games is too much. Fifty. That's crazy. That is crazy. Imagine that. We have games every every every, every week, every, pretty much. Every second day. What do they just take a break for Christmas and that's it? It almost it almost be like an NBA schedule. They don't come home. <laughs> <laughs> On the road so much, hey. All right. Well, I think that's going to wrap this episode of the A3 yes. podcast. Just just quickly, uh, we got a special shout out for Ash Brazel who injured her knee. Yes. Absolute oh, yes. absolute gun fullback from Collingwood. Watch. Mm. Watch the end. Watch the end of that game, and I saw the replay at the end of the match, and I just thought, "Oh Jesus!" That was, just, you know, you could just. It's just one of those ones where you know, you just a, innocuous turn of the knee, yeah, and very, it, she just looked, and and just knew it was it was going to be an ACL. Yeah, it's Quite, so sad seeing these big injuries so often. I think the toll's now at eleven because I think Tony White might have done her ACL. Yeah, Tony White, it's suspected ag- yeah. against Freo yesterday, and that was, that that was another awful one. Everyone's eleven in four weeks, and some of them were even done in the preseason. It is crazy, oh. beyond crazy, but um, that's that's footy. How do they how do they how do they fix this issue? I mean, obviously it's a big problem. It's not not yeah. probably not as 
you know, the men, obviously the men do it as well, but I think the fact that there are more women doing it in such a shorter season. It might be just a fitness thing. I think it's just more research needed from the sounds of it. I think the the fact that they probably don't do as much training and intensive stuff as the men because the time restraints are a bit harder. Mm. Maybe they're not as maybe they're less physically uh, prepared. I guess I was reading an article about it today, and there's so many possible factors that need oh, yes. to be looked into. Like there's just not enough information yet. No. And really, from the sounds of it, lots of lots of sports science uh, nonsense Offense. has been focused on the men's game in general. So the women don't really have as much hmm. research behind it yet. I don't know. Read, read that read that article a few weeks ago about possibly the menstruation cycles. Yeah, it's, it's interesting. I mean, you, you look at the kind of stuff that it does to the the body, and you know. Mm. Could be a factor. You never know. You never know. I even read about the pill having a possible link to it as well. So, like, yeah. there are, I guess, research and Tom will tell. Got to look into it. Yeah, I know. This is, um, it's out of our hands. We are no scientists. No. <laughs> we're not scientists. And we're I know nothing I can, about the human body I other can, than. You can breathe there. <laughs> I'm not even sure how that works. Uh, Do yeah. I have lungs? <laughs> I, think, I think most amphibious landing craft have lungs. So that's gonna. I think that's gonna wrap it up before we get into any more science. Talk. No more biology. No more uh, science talk on this show ever again. I think. We're, we're, we're journalism students, not science, not scientific boffins. A couple of nuffies in the studio today with some of the uh, conversation. If you know anything about science. physiotherapy, sports science, anything like that, feel free. You know to... how to put a Mentos inside a Coke bottle. <laughs> Let us know. <laughs> Feel free to shoot us an email. Let us know. A340 at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. If mm. you have any any idea, any research into yes. any this hunches. at all, we want to know. Love to hear it because Lord knows we're no experts whatsoever. As we mentioned, we are fools. I, I, I'd, be, I'd be lucky if I could name maybe, what, 25% of the male anatomy, let alone the, the female, muscles. let alone the Muscles female, and bones. Let alone the female anatomy. No idea. Mm. Okay. <sighs> We've got all the socials, of course, A340 Podcast on Facebook, at A340 Podcast on Instagram, at A340 on Twitter. We're on Spotify, we're on iTunes. Make sure to stream and follow all those. We're everywhere. Fun. We are everywhere. With that said, make sure you join us next week, as well as the last preview mm. for the men's season. We've got Geelong. the Lions and the Cats. For the last two. Hey, what, don't we have some choice words for Geelong? <laughs> As, that's the as men's, we do always. That's the men's team. Yes. We, lo- we, love the, uh, yes. we love the women's team, so there's not much we can say about them that hasn't already been said on this podcast. With that said, I've been Alex Catalano. <laughs> I've been Alex Miller. And I've been Alex Doherty. <laughs> and we promise no more uh, sports science talk <laughs> next week. <laughs> Stay tuned. <laughs>